0: this insert is brought to you by radio k pulpit 7 to 9 a.m please visit kpulpit.co.za hi my name is steve you're listening to bible toolbox isn't this all about eternal life isn't this what we're concerned about here shouldn't our objective always be and have a focus on our eternal life now (laughs) It's going to sound strange, but all of us are, have been created for eternal life. Some will spend with God, some won't, okay? So, we are designed not only in our bodies and our spirits, but we're all designed with a soul that's eternal. Everybody has eternal life. But now, the question is this for us as Christians. We're, we're involved in all kinds of—in fact, some of us are very busy people okay? I mean, I know one pastor of a local pastor of a church here that he is so keen and vibrant on serving the Lord. Every single night of the week, there's a program or something going on in his congregation. People don't get time to breathe. Now, while I appreciate his zeal for the Word and his zeal to help people and his zeal to teach, I also understand that there's a time that you're going to have to keep a focus on what you're doing. Shouldn't our focus be about eternal life? What am I going to do with my eternal life? Well, let's put it this way. Let's find out, what does the Bible say about eternal life? Is this going to help us keep our focus? In Matthew chapter 5 and verse 20, Jesus is speaking, and this is what he tells people. For I tell you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, you will certainly not Enter the kingdom of heaven. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, what did the Pharisees and the teachers of the law do wrong? Well, they had a highly regimented, they had a highly orthodox way of worship. Okay. In fact, they had all these little rules and regulations that they added to the scriptures so that you could be proved to be extra holy. You weren't just holy, you were extra holy. You gave a tithe not only of your money, but you gave tithes of everything in your kitchen, of salt, of spices, of herbs. <laughs> it's crazy, but this is what they did. So that they would say, yeah, that is what God wants. Well, God certainly doesn't want that. And let your righteousness—now, well Jesus is very careful using the word here, righteousness. That means grace, mercy, compassion, love, those things, unless your righteousness exceeds them you will certainly not enter the kingdom of heaven. So, our our eternal life, our focus on eternal life should be things on the spiritual aspect of our life, not just the physical aspects. Is it important to go to church? I don't like the term go to church. We worship together. We assemble together, okay? Is that important? Yes, it is. Is there anywhere in the New Testament that tells us what we're supposed to do in that worship service, supposed to sing two songs and then a prayer and then have a this and then have... No, it doesn't say anything about that. We are free to worship as we please. So, the style isn't important. The spirituality of our life is important. Then Jesus says in Matthew chapter 7, verse 2, For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged and with the measure you use it will be measured to you ooh 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 this hurts this hurts this hurts a lot i mean whenever i hear about injustice being done to people that innocent blood has been spilled for no other reason because they were in the way you know i really get hot you know i really get those people they deserve what the what the what the, what the, what the. And I can tell you and I can tell you exactly what I would do, but you got to understand, I'm also deserving of punishment for the things I've done in my life. I'm not so clean and innocent that I can condemn someone else. So, I have to be careful. Now, judging means condemn, okay? Being realistic about somebody and say, listen, I don't associate with them because you know, they 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 take drugs, they do this, they do that. That's not part of my lifestyle. You're not judging them. You're saying, listen, I can't participate in what you do because I'm here for the truth and righteousness. That's not judging. That's saying, listen, I have, that's a protection for me. Judging means condemning somebody. And you often hear this sometimes even in church. Somebody says, oh, you see, so-and-so did that. Didn't I tell you this was going to happen again? I told you this was going to happen. They, This is what they always do. That's judging somebody. That's condemning them before you know anything else about them. Okay? So, we have to be very careful about how we conduct ourselves, not only in the church, but with each other. Okay? Mercy and grace should be on the forefront of our minds. Yes, even mercy for people who murder other people. They're going to need mercy just like we needed mercy. Then Luke says something as well. Jesus is still speaking. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. Wow. Is your name written in heaven? Is your name written in heaven? Do you know that? Okay, Jesus is talking about after the 72 that he sent out. Okay, and they came back to report, and this is one of the things he said to them because they were so joyful they could throw out, uh, they could dismiss evil spirits and heal people, and that's good to do, but he was just saying, listen, the real rejoicing is being with the Father, real rejoicing is having your name written in the books of life, and that you will share this with others who will also enter the kingdom. Then in Acts chapter fourteen, Luke being a companion now of Uh, of the apostle Paul, writes this, where they strengthen the believers. They encourage them to continue in the faith, reminding them that we must suffer many hardships to enter the kingdom of heaven. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought becoming a Christian was like a, a freebie, you know, you get a free pass now, okay? The church will take care of you, your parents will take care of you, God will take care of you. We don't have to suffer anymore. Well, Sometimes God might require you to go somewhere you don't want to go. He might want you to talk to people you don't want to talk to. He might ask you to forgive someone who you do not want to forgive. He might ask you all kinds of things that you do not want to do. So we have to be careful when we step out into the world. Yes, there are going to be times we will suffer. Now, those of you who are a little bit older listening right now, maybe you have a little white... uh, on your on the on the mountains of your head, you have you have a little white hair. You've been through this, you've suffered through this, okay? My parents both suffered during the Great Depression in the United States last century. Okay, they didn't have food. When they had one penny of something, that was a lot of money. That was a lot of money. In fact, one of the flour manufacturers made their flour sacks that they sold in supermarkets. They had. They were filled with flour, and afterwards, the flour sacks themselves had delightful little patterns for dresses for children. That's how poor people were. Are we going to suffer? There will be suffering. But the thing is this, eternal life is the end game. Not the suffering, not the pain. Eternal life is the end game. We want to be with the Father. We want to be with the Father. Gospel of John tells us this, whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Whoever does not obey the Son will shall not see life, but the wrath of God remains on him." John chapter 3 and verse 36. Whoa, this is a stark contrast here, okay, a very stark contrast. We obey the Son. To do so, that means we have the life. And Paul does not quibble about what this means. Very stark contrast. Romans chapter 6 and verse 23, I'm sure you all know this by memory, "...for the wages of sin is death but the gracious gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our lord that's our lodestone that's our goal that's where we want to go okay so yes things are going to happen to us in life the plans that we make may never be fulfilled or they only partially fulfilled okay but our greatest our greatest achievement our greatest reward our greatest blessing will be when we are safe with God. Jesus said in John chapter 14, I'm going to wait to prepare a place for you so that you can be there with me. That's our goal. So if we can keep our focus, even in a world that's not going to go the way we want it to go, our lives are not going to go the way we want it to go, if we can keep our focus on Christ and follow his footsteps, we will achieve that goal of eternal life with God our Father and the joy that comes with us. I hope this helps you in your walk. My name is Steve. Thanks so much for listening. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.